Welcome to episode 183 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at so, so many different places, including our home base, tdrexplore.com, where you can find links to everywhere else. But just in case, let me tell you some of them. You can also find us on Twitter and on Instagram at tdrexplore and at facebook.com slash tdrexplore. And of course, on YouTube, you can find lots of really fun videos as well. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I take photos. I uh, I am on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love, and I am wearing an Anna cape to keep me warm in these cold winter months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! What is wrong with me? Okay, and that handsome gentleman you heard chuckling in the background <laughs> is uh, the lovely Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm one of your other hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one uh, not wearing an Anna cape um, because I'm actually in Florida at the moment, so I don't really need it. That's right. Sunny Florida. I envy you. <laughs> I know, I know. But don't worry. I'll be back in Japan before we know it. Just taking some time for myself. You know, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, get started with everything, just Reminder, but everyone about our Patreon. I know everyone loves that. You can, uh, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have different rewards depending on how much you pledge. And one of our popular ones is the shout out at the $5 level. So if you want a shout out at the end of every episode, you can just pledge that $5 or more. And we'll make sure we get you at the end of the show and we'll say your name. We might butcher it. We don't know, but we'll give it a try. <laughs> And again, that is patreon.com slash TDR now. And another thing, before we start talking about the winter events at Tokyo Disney Resort, we released the 2020 version of our Tokyo Disney Resort book. Yay! Oh my goodness, that was a lot of work. It's over 250 pages. We've increased it 35, I think it was like 35%. That's a lot. Compared to last year's. We overhauled the book. We got feedback from over 500, 500 other explorers and we took the good and the bad and we made the book even better. So we found some pain points that people were having and things that we didn't go into enough depth on or we completely missed altogether and we updated things and it's just, it's a much more seamless experience for reading about everything about Tokyo Disney Resort and you can buy your copy up on our website at tdrexplorer.com slash ebook, or just go to the homepage and you'll see travel guides in there. It's hard to miss. Trust me on that one. Yeah, it is the best way to plan your trip. And we've already sold over 530 copies of the 2020 version. Oh, congratulations. That is ridiculous. That is awesome. So thank you so much to everyone who bought their copy already. 
And remember, just head on over to our website if you want to plan the best trip to Tokyo Disney Resort. Seriously, it is everything in one convenient place. It's a PDF. You download it, put it on your phone, put it on your iPad, and print out pages and whatever. It's Seriously, we put so much work into this, and it is the best way to plan. Like, honestly, I even use it sometimes. <laughs> to look up things because I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, I'm like, I wrote about this. Where did I put that? Oh, right. It's in the book. And I go, go and find them. Like, oh my goodness, I'm using my, our own resource that we made. <laughs> even I'm using it. So there you go. That's how much information is in it. Cause I can't even remember it all. It's ridiculous. And also we have the 2020 version of the Universal Studios Japan book coming. It's coming hopefully by the end of January here. I know we're a little late on it, but uh, just due to um, time constraints and, um, team members we don't have enough people to be working on two books simultaneously but we're working on the usj one and anyone who has bought the universal studios japan the previous version the 2019 version um this month of january um you'll get that the the 2020 version uh, as a free upgrade so and okay that's enough for advertising (laughs) we need to talk about this very, very mini show or very, very mini event at Tokyo Disneyland. Well, I, you know, I love it. So you were there. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it, but you were there and we yeah. had some other people there uh, for the media event to check it out. And very, very many, both of you and I were very excited when it was announced months ago because it sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. And turns out it is amazing. It is. Um, so traditionally this time of year, at the resort has been rather slow. There's been the occasional event like the mini princess days or the frozen event at Tokyo Disneyland. And at Disney Sea, we've seen the Pixar event and um, we've seen Season of the Heart, um, which is a, a more of an atmosphere event. Um, and then there was a pay event that went along with it. I, you know, for like a season like this, which traditionally is, is very calm and quiet, um, I think they did such a great job with this event. Um, it's, it's full of heart and it's full of nostalgia. If you've been going, um, to the parks a long time, you've experienced many of these shows. And for some of us who, you know, we, we came a bit later, you get to see, um, a little bit of maybe things that you wish you had been able to catch and you, you, you know, you just came a little bit too late for it. I guess we should break down what the event is, right? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So the very, very mini event is running January 10th through March 19th, 2020. That's good. Mm-hmm. So for the, I guess the overview, so what, there's two shows, right? Well, there is, there's a show, right? And that's at Showbase right. on the stage. Um, extremely popular. So good luck getting in. Uh, there is a lottery and I think there's also standby. I have to check um, how that works if there is or if there isn't. Um, I have to kind of go and check on the weekday. Maybe um, I have a few free days this week. To, I want to go check it out anyway. So you have that show and that show is basically about 25 minutes long and it is like a medley of all, not all, but um, some of the most popular uh, events featuring mini, like just like little clips and bits here and there, and um, some dance pieces, uh, including things like um, Club Disney, and including uh, Bonfire Dance, and a little tiny bit of Mickey's Dream Company, which made me smile, but like a whole bunch of different shows, like different like clips uh, edited together. 
Um, so what's great about that is that you know you're going to have amazing music because these were already extremely successful shows um, that were very, very popular and very, very well put together. And you have amazing costumes. Like there are so many costumes that you get to see. So the costuming is amazing. And plus you have the original costuming for this event for the It's Very Mini event. So you have the dancers and mini wearing brand new costumes as well. So you have that show, which I really, really highly recommend if you can get in or even if you can watch from outside from the sidelines, I would say that's totally worth it. And on top of that, for the people that can't get in, this is kind of like your um, the, the prize you get when you don't win. What do they call that? The prize that you get when you don't win something? Cons- consolation prize? Consolation prize. It's your consolation prize. Um, they have, um, I wouldn't call it a parade. Um, I was talking with our friend, Mr. S, and we're like, what do you call this? It's in between. It's a- It's like atmosphere. It's like an atmosphere parade um, with a couple of show stops. So it's not a parade in itself. When you sit and you watch it at the show stop area, it's about seven minutes long. Okay, to give you an idea. Um, But you have Mickey and Minnie and some of their friends and some dancers. And it's called a very mini remix. And it's random. So there are six different... um, shows that they, that they cover randomly depending no more than that hold on like 12 different shows that they cover randomly and depending where you watch it on the parade route even if you're watching during the same um show that the same um, atmosphere show um it'll be different songs depending on where you're watching it from and it's random every day so you don't know what songs it's going to be it's really really fun it's not something that i would spend a super long amount of time waiting for and in fact um, my son went during the three-day weekend and he said there wasn't too too many people like, okay, he watched it from pretty far back. So his idea of there not being too many people is kind of different from my idea of that. But he could still watch it and enjoy it. He just wasn't up at the front. So you can still you can still see it and you can still catch it, even if you mm-hmm. don't wait like an hour or two in advance. If you go up 30 minutes before, you can find somewhere to watch it from, right? And just be sure to ask the cast member where the show stop is, because that is something that you will want to catch. Because if not, it's just going to zip right by you. Right, right, right. Well, that's so cute, though, Like the, that we got like a quote unquote, I'm just going to say a quote unquote parade. You know, it's really not. But I mean, I don't mind that at all, because the main show is different. The main show is at is on the stage. Right. So this is extra. This is bonus. And plus you yeah. have your normal day parade and the electrical parade as well. So you it's you can't go wrong with that. No, you can't go wrong with that at all. The like the one thing about the It's Very Mini show, uh, like, I, I haven't seen it in person yet, of course, but I've watched the videos and everything and the full video and all that stuff. Oh my goodness, the show is so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. Like I think Tokyo Disney Resort knows its audience very well. And I think they like they hit the nail on the head with this one. Like they knew exactly what the vast majority of the people would like. And they, they did such a good job with it. Like they just honed in on that and they owned it. And we got this really fantastic show. And like, even there's a, like I've seen some of the shows in person, but a lot of them, you know, I've seen them on YouTube or I wish I've seen them and things like that. But seeing that, like even I felt nostalgic and that's pretty powerful. I mean, yeah. And 
you can't go wrong with it because it's a best of. These are beloved shows. I was telling our friend Mr. S for Mysterious Masquerade, I literally have in my closet like a stack of the lottery tickets because we would literally, literally go almost every day. And even my husband, who you know doesn't come to the parks very much anymore, he would meet us after work to see this show. Mm-hmm. So he would come in, he would come home from work and go to Disney Sea, and we would watch that show. You know, Mickey's Dream Company was from the last time that they had like a real anniversary event from the 25th anniversary, right? And that was at Disney Sea. That wasn't even at Disneyland, even though it was Disneyland's anniversary. And there were how many costume changes? I think there was like four different costume changes for like Mickey and Minnie. And that was when they had started that idea of kids seating. So, um, you know, our child was super young and we would be sitting up at the front and the kids would wear their little costumes. There were little girls wearing different variations of Minnie's costumes. So for the little girls, for example, that grew up with that show, seeing that, even though it's a very small clip, um, I think must bring back so many memories of coming with their parents or little kids like Kai too, you know. It's just like going there like as a family or even by yourself or with your friends or or with whoever, you know, you have so many good memories that come with that. It's so powerful, you know, that's such a powerful thing that this it really you can't come out with anything but a smile or um, on the first day, a lot of the people that waited standby coming out with tears of joy, literal tears of joy coming down their face, um, which was so moving to see. For me, um, the whole, so my favorite clip or favorite part of the entire show is uh, the Club Disney part. Um, oh, it's so, great. So Club Disney was an event that they did. It was like, it's a long name. I can never remember. It's like Super Dancing Club Disney Mania or something like that. This was an event in 2000. So Disney Sea wasn't even open yet. No, no. This was at Tokyo Disneyland. And Tokyo Disneyland basically turned into the front of the castle there was a stage and then there was a catwalk, like mm-hmm. a legit catwalk down like the castle forecourt and everything into like the, the, the hub area. All the way and down. Yeah. The, a massive catwalk. They the, like it was like a club, it's, you know, Club Disney. And they did all the, this music, like club music, like they did some dance music from the 90s and they did like some disco and things like that. But like the thing for me was the, the Eurobeat music. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's thinking like, what? What's Eurobeat music? What the heck are you talking about? All right, here's a here's a little history lesson. <laughs> so back in like the late '90s, early 2000s, um, there's this dance craze that went across Japan. It was called para para or para para, and essentially it's like think of it like synchronized line dancing, but only with your arms. That's a, probably the best way to de- describe it to something that a lot of us would be familiar with. And it's done to music that's called Eurobeats, very high energy, uh, like very, like very fast paced music. And like it was very popular in Japan, like it was ridiculously popular. Of course, Disney got on board with this and uh, they released a whole bunch of Disney albums um, with various Eurobeat artists that sang uh, Disney songs. And one of them was by an artist called Domino and she sang the Mickey Mouse March which became very popular, of course, and they used that in the show. 
So Mickey, Minnie, and friends, they all come out and they would dance the the whole dance routine to the Mickey Mouse March in this Eurobeat music, like the Eurobeat remix of it. I am obsessed with Eurobeat music. I am obsessed with Para Para. Still to this day, I absolutely love it. And like, that was my dream to see that event. And of course, I'm never going to see that again. But to see that I can see a clip of it in the It's Very Mini show, like just, oh, like I'm getting like, teary-eyed thinking about it <laughs> i don't know i got the the whole para para thing i just I, I loved it like when i was younger like i found out about it in high school and stuff and so being able to see that in this show just you know makes my heart sing it really does <laughs> how cool is that you know and i would really recommend um when you go try to catch the nighttime show because the lighting is totally different and it looks even freaking cooler i saw pictures of people posting um, pictures like of Club Disney, like the Club Disney portion and the Mysterious Masquerade because those were done at night. Yeah, Mysterious Masquerade is a very small, small portion. Yeah, it's um, like 30 seconds. It's no, very like short. Yeah. But you know what? It's so hard to fit in all those shows that I totally get it. The 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 Dancing Mania is fairly long. It's one of the longer portions of the show. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, I do know, I, I, I kind of remember the dance routine to the Mickey Mouse March. So oh, maybe if I'm, feeling, if I'm feeling brave enough, maybe I'll do a video on it. <laughs> oh, you should. You have to. I should. You must. We've gushed about this a lot. So it's very mini. If you do one thing for the very, very mini event, you see that show. Like make that a priority. Uh-huh. Even if it's from the sidelines. See that show. Try, like do the lottery. Try the standby, uh, do whatever you can to see that show, seriously. And then, of course, we have the merchandise, right? It's very mini merchandise, which is very cute. It's very mini. <laughs> it is it's very, very mini. <laughs> uh, one thing that they've, um, I don't know if this is new or I just never noticed it before. They have these posable mini dolls and you can put different outfits on them. Have you mm. seen that before? I don't. I had never seen it before. No. I know people do like to put skeletons in their plush now, um, but they it's like a it's like a plush with a skeleton in it, so you can pose it and it stands up by itself, and you can change the outfits out. Mm. I kind of want that. Like they have the Legend of Mythica. Oh my goodness, we didn't mention Legend of Mythica. Legend of Mythica is also in It's Very Mini. A lot of people yes. may have seen that show because it ended, quote unquote, recently. Recently being two thousand fourteen. Like that. That show was. I don't think we'll ever see a show like that again. We sh should. <laughs> we so. used to always have a permanent daytime show. Um, so hopefully something we should coming. one know. day get a permanent daytime show back. By permanent, <laughs> I, I mean so. at least five years or more. Um, it would be, it's weird because it's almost like if the daytime parade at Disneyland disappeared. That's basically what happened at Disney Sea. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that we will one day have a daytime show again. Me too. I think I'm pretty sure they have something up their sleeve. I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the merchandise, the posable ones are really cute. Like even I'm considering getting something like that because the, you can get Minnie in her Super Dance Mania Club Disney outfit. Like that is so cute for sure. And like there's the Legend of Mythica and everything. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's all it's all very black and red and yellow and white because that's kind of like the color scheme they went with so the merchandise is really really cute like overall i love it i love it's everything adorable. about it it's all ribbons and minnie's fabulousness all her different costumes 
uh, you can't go wrong with any of it. It's a lot of fun. No. And then, of course, we have the the very, very mini menu. The one thing that looks interest, the most interesting to me anyway, at the Center Street Coffee House is the yes. waffle and donut special plate. Very carb heavy, but it looks I adorable. Know. And it makes it sense so that they cute. put that there because they it have does. the Minnie Mouse uh, French toast in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So this waffle waffle donut is only available from 1 to 8 p.m. It's it's interesting. They've been doing this a lot lately. Like I don't know if they're testing this or what, but like certain food items will only be available at certain time periods. Have you noticed that? I have noticed, and it's so tricky. So I wonder why, yeah, I wonder why they're doing like you know. I'm saying that's making it sound like there's a lot. There there really isn't, but there's this this donut plate. But also, they're they've been doing a tapioca like various tapioca drinks at Tomorrowland Terrace, uh-huh. and they're usually only available in the afternoons, like late afternoon for some reason. I don't know why they do that. It's really weird. I don't get it either. Like, I guess I get the breakfast because they want to kind of crowd control in the morning and Mm -hmm. they have something to drive people to the restaurants instead of running over to get in whatever line or whatever. You know, I understand that. But like, yeah, these things in the afternoon until the evening, it's kind of interesting. So I wonder what's going on with that. I guess maybe there's no demand for it in the morning usually. So... They want yeah, people maybe. to come later in the afternoon. They can cut on staffing a little bit that way. That kind of makes sense. I really wonder. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. You're like I I think you're probably right. It probably has something to do with like crowd control and things like that. So I guess it's very mini. It's very heavy on like the the sets. So uh-huh, we have the Central Street usual. Coffee House. We have the Blue Bayou Restaurant that has like a seafood set that's colored to Minnie's palette. I guess her color mm-hmm. palette. Um, then we have the Eastside Cafe, which again, it's a spaghetti set and there's bread and there's the dessert and everything's red and polka dots and everything. <laughs> and then the Plaza Pavilion, we have the Salisbury steak, which, you know, uh, the Plaza Hold Pavilion on. always. Hmm? Let me tell you about the Plaza Pavilion. Okay. What? That you think it's a Salisbury steak, right? Mm-hmm. You are wrong. Really? <laughs> Yes. Okay. And there's nothing to tell you otherwise, right? Because I didn't see any pictures that could would tell you otherwise. And I look over. Okay. So you have like this plate, you have bread and you're like, huh, the bread is sliced in half. They usually don't do that. They have, you know, some lettuce and some bacon and, and like what looks like a Salisbury steak and what else some avocado and tomato on top right yeah and you're like huh okay this is you know not too interesting what's going on with this and they also give you a paper like a little you know how you usually get with like the the meat bun or like when you're eating like a like a burger or something yeah 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 Yeah, with all these minis on it and you're like huh what is this for i had no clue and i'm like oh i guess we just keep this (laughs) But no, you know what you do? You get the bread and you make a burger with it. Oh. I know. I had no idea. And I saw this girl doing it and I'm like, oh my gosh. I walked up to her. I actually went up to this stranger and I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do with it. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, can I take a picture of your burger? Because you put it together so nicely. And she's like, yeah, okay. I must have freaked her out. I'm like, thank you so much. (laughs) But they don't really tell you anything. They don't tell you anything. And you don't see it in the picture on the website, right? No, no, no. No, you put it together. 
So that's what you're supposed to do with it. That's funny. But I thought the same thing as you. And I'm like, this, what's, I guess, is a, you know, it's not that interesting. It's just like a Salisbury steak and whatever. But no, it is a, you're supposed to make it. <laughs> and then, of course, we have, there's like a tuna and potato salad at the Sweetheart Cafe. Again, it's a red bun. I'm guessing they just reuse that from um, Disney Sea, where they have the Lightning McQueen red bun. It looks exactly the same. Probably. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's fine. And then there's a hot dog with purple cabbage in a white bun. Cool. Then we have the strawberry cheese brownie crepe, which sounds really delicious at Cafe Orleans. And then we have all the souvenir plates and cups. So there's a cranberry vanilla mousse cake uh, that's at various counter service restaurants. And there's also a mug. Same idea various restaurants have it and it's a yogurt and raspberry mousse Tokyo Disney is very heavy on mousse like there's a lot of mousse uh desserts then we have at the food booths which are in the uh in front of Cinderella's castle like the hub area there there's a souffle and pudding with strawberry sauce and we have a strawberry yogurt sparkling tapioca drink and you can get a souvenir coaster that looks like Minnie Mouse it's cute and there's like little lunch cases and stuff and little candy cases and a popcorn bucket with lots of minis on it Lots of minis on it. And um, I had somebody ask if the portraits of her have her with her new, her quote unquote new face. And to me, it looks like it does. Like, it, I don't think they reused pictures from years past or before the faces changed. You know what? I have to go back and look at it. They probably reshot them using, um, because they, for the show, it's using the new face, right? So they probably just used the new, the new face and took the pictures with the, whatever they use in the show. Yeah. Because I know the poses are new. So yeah, I think it's reshot. But I have to double check. I'm not sure. And then there's this interesting spoon set that you can get. Yeah, I saw that. So you buy this. It's at um, the food booths, uh, again, in the, like, the hub area. And you get a, uh, a special collectible It's Very Mini spoon. And also food vouchers. You get four 500 yen food vouchers. So it's about 3,000 yen for the whole thing. And you also, with this, you can enter a lottery to win a special preview or invitation to Tokyo Disneyland's expansion. Now, I haven't read into the details of this, but more than likely, you have to be a resident of Japan to enter. So just make sure you check that before you enter it. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then for other things, you know, the decorations, they're very minimal. It is very minimal. This is the one thing that they skimped on. So the decoration in the center, like with the characters, looks really nice, like in the castle hub area. But mm -hmm. when you walk in the park, and maybe it's because of all the construction walls. So they figure, ah, we don't we shouldn't put too much money into the entrance. But like the banners don't even go all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> it goes about halfway and they're like yeah good enough so it's very 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 minimal um that's like the one thing um once you're in the park it's not bad um you have banners with different minis around on the light post you have the centerpiece in front of the castle which is quite lovely uh but yeah decorations uh, so so yeah whatever it looks like they spent all the money on that show which i'm not complaining about I'm not complaining about either. It's a lot of costumes. Like, it's a yeah. ton of costume changes. So I, I can yeah, see that. I was that. watching that. I was watching and thinking, oh, my goodness, that's a lot of costume changes. You know, but 
Yeah. Anyway, okay. So it's very mini. Now we need to talk about Pixar Playtime. I don't need Do to spend too much to? time on this. this <laughs> okay, so this is the third year they're doing it. And I'm sure, I think we've done, this is the third time we've talked about it. So if you go back and listen to our previous episodes, like we've done around this time of year, we talked about it. It's a strange thing to have um, at Disney Sea. It really doesn't fit. Uh, the show on the, har- there's a harbor show on it, which is, mm, I mean, if, if you're walking by and happen to catch it, sure, but I don't wait for it. It's really not worth your time, to be quite I, honest. I will go back to this again. This is, mm-hmm. I think, the first time I've seen the show all the way through because the first time I tried to watch it, I couldn't deal with it. And I'm like, I can't, I can't stay for this. And man, there is one segment of that show that feels like it goes on forever. And it's like the Finding Nemo section because it's like pure nonsense. And I'm like, what? Like, okay, maybe for like the first minute or two, you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's kind of cute. But then it just keeps going and going and going. And it's like, okay, this this has to stop at some point, right? It is like, you know, I can see the potential that this show could have had overall the Mm -hmm. idea is somewhat cute but it's very like okay have you ever watched nhk in the morning time Mm -hmm. there's like a show called okasan toisho like together with mommy it's like that level it's like very clearly for like earlier than preschool age children Because that's like the kind of stuff that you see on that show. And let me tell you, that held my attention. That show would hold my attention better than that Nemo section. Because if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and watch it because it drags. Um, The costumes are okay. Um, The characters, it's it's Pixar characters. I think that's probably the highlight of the show because usually you don't get to see them um, at the Disney parks over here in Tokyo. So it's nice to to get to see them and see characters like Merida who you we don't have in our parks, you know. Um but man, wa- try to watch it from the outside and my pro tip, there is a little walkway where the characters come through and you can see them on the way to the show and that way you don't have to watch the entire show. And then you can just leave when they go past you. Yeah, if you just watch where where other people stand, um it's very obvious where the walkways and stuff are. So go and do that um yeah i'm not a fan of the show i don't yeah it's whatever <laughs> i wish it was better it just unfortunately isn't the but the one show i do like is the remy show that one's really cute yeah it's a really good atmosphere show that i would recommend you catch that as well yeah that's in front of zambini brothers so it's a it's a really cute show of course it's dialogue heavy in japanese but it's cute you know they come they remy does some cooking and stuff and it's a, it's a good show. And then there's also the Lightning McQueen victory lap thing. Um, if you like cars, sure, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but I don't really want to talk about the decorations all that much. It's a, they went a little overboard, oddly, this year, I found. Um, yeah. Because they have like, they, they have, they have like the boards, the colorful boards and all. Like, is it all or quite a few of the, the ports? It's all over the place. I don't care for mm. it. I feel like I would have rather they spent the decoration budget on the it's very mini. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's an eyesore, but whatever, it's fine. It's temporary. It'll it'll it's go temporary. It'll be gone, months, and so. that's the beauty of a temporary event, right? Yeah. So we can't complain too much. The merchandise is cute. Merchandise is great. Yeah, absolutely. We have to give them that. The merchandise is really good. It's always been good. 
the mm-hmm. merchandise. It's just very colorful and it's really good for this time of year because usually winter is very, you know, kind of dark. Dark and, and gray. gray. Yeah, so having like these really bright colors, yellows and blues and reds, it's just, it's really, it's really nice. And the merchandise this year, I think, is better than last year's. I, like some of the designs. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I like one thing that they have, like this little candy case, and mm-hmm. you can actually spin it, and it has all the different characters and the little um, jelly beans spin around with it. That's really cute. Just cute. Um, and they have, like, you can get a piston cup jacket. So if you're a big Cars fan, you can get, like, this racing jacket, which I think is kind of cool, especially if mm-hmm. you're into the whole cosplay thing. Oh, for That's sure. That's really cool. And there's, like, there's a bum bag or a fanny pack depending on where you're from. They call it a shoulder bag here. I don't know, people would use it as a bum bag. Yeah, and they have a cute little omiyage, like little chocolates and things like that. Like the merchandise is really cute. I'm I'm a fan. I'm really a fan of it. There's an all-over print shirt that I really want, but it's in kids. Mm. I guess that, I guess that's one of my gripes, is the kids always get the really cool ones. It's true. Like the cool designs, and then the adults are, you know, it's fine. I'd rather have the kids one, though. Yeah. That's just what I want. <laughs> we should also mention um, for the merch mm-hmm. that, and this is, I haven't even had the time to check it myself. I found out about it literally yesterday that they're only selling it, um, the event merch in the parks this year for, not, well, for this event, these two events, at least. Yeah, that's, an, that's odd. I wonder if they're trying to curve like the queues and stuff at like, the stuff outside the parks because you don't need a ticket right a park ticket so i don't know it's hard to say because you know during merch release days at bon voyage the line is ridiculous to get in like they have to limit the people that go in so maybe this is their way of trying to curb that because you know that's something everyone always talks about like oh look at this line look at this line you know uh, that's something we have to go and check on don't know if this is going to continue like if they'll do it for the next event who knows we have no idea so let's talk really quickly about the food Again, the food, really cute, very colorful and tasty. I will say this is, um, for this event, the Pixar event, I think maybe my favorite part. Um, Not only is it really colorful and lovely, but also the flavors are kind of interesting. You know, like um, it's very, uh, how do you say, it it almost feels like a spring menu, actually, Uh, which in the wintertime, I kind of appreciate it. You know, like you have a lot of like fresh veggies and and um, a lot of color, and um, it's really fun. I I really like it actually. Yeah, so we have like the the return of the chicken and corn steam bun, of, like that mm-hmm. looks like sully, which is actually pretty. It's it's decent. Like it's not my favorite, but it's it looks good. And then there's like a blueberry cheesecake. And the return of the Lightning McQueen Sukiyaki sandwich, which was one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> so good. Then they have like the Mama Biscotti set with the mochi and the Slinky Dog, like wrapped in pastry, like the hot dog wrapped in pastry. It looks like Slinky Dog's tail. Uh-huh. And then we have like all these special sets. Like Cafe Portofino has the seafood set that's the soup looks like Forky. Oh my gosh. So like the soup is white and then it has the red eyebrow. Uh-huh. And then the blue, the blue mouth, and then <laughs> and then the the dessert looks like Bo Peep. All right. And then over at Horizon Bay, Horizon Bay is in Port Discovery, and they have a Nemo themed and colored dessert, which is really cute. And the plate um, with the hamburger, which is actually a Salisbury steak. It is. Sure. <laughs> um, it looks like coral reef. Yeah, like I, I thought that was very pretty. 
that's cute. And then a vol Volcano Restaurant, uh, we have the Monsters, Inc. set. So you have a Mike Wazowski steamed bun, and then you get the fried rice with beef on it, and it looks like the Pixar ball that is brown. <laughs> the beef is brown. <laughs> and then over at the Casper Food Court, we have the combination plate, uh, which is beef and chicken, and the dessert is Mike Wazowski themed. Unfortunately, there's no Mr. Incredible this year with that because oh. last year they did the it was an incredible set it was incredible yeah. steamed and it came with a mr incredible plate unfortunately that's not the case this year which kind of sucks it was cute and then at magellan's even magellan's is getting in on this they have a a 80 special course Oof. that is themed to pixar and one of the main dishes which is a tuna and broccoli tartare uh -huh. is themed to coco oh that's cool some coco representation i like that yeah, and it looks like, like they have a medley of different uh, characters in here. So there's Coco, there is Ratatouille, there is The Incredibles, and I'm not sure what this other one is. Oh, it's Up. Okay. So they have all these different things. So if you, and they're, they're very subtle. Like if, if you were listening, it took me a second to figure out what some of these were. So they're very subtle in their theming, which is nice. I really like that. And then, you know, there's all these different sparkling drinks and stuff. And the popcorn bucket is still available, the Toy Story one. And the Green Alien Mochi with the the claw case, carrying yeah. case, that was really popular last year. They still have that this year. And little candy cases and all these colorful um, souvenir lunch cases and things like that. So if anything, the Pixar Playtime, they did a really good job with the merchandise and the food. Can't complain with that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the highlight for me. I, I would say go. Oh, it's so hard to recommend this event because the Disney Sea has been defaced. But go enjoy the attractions. Enjoy the special menus and the merch and maybe the Remy atmosphere show. <laughs> and I guess the, the, the saving grace is also this is more of a merch event, merch and food event. But the Duffy uh -huh. Heartwarming Days ah, is also on cute. the same time. So it's very merch heavy merchandise. And of course we have Cookie Ann now. Cookie Ann is at Disney Sea. So she's representing a lot of the merchandise and a lot of the snacks and stuff as well over in Cape Cod. So once you're done eating Pixar food, go and eat some Cookie Ann food, I guess. Yeah, why not? See what she's cooked up. And remember all these events, all three of these winter events are on from January 10th to March 19th, 2020. So you got almost three months to enjoy all this, which is good. Like, you know, the winter is one of the slower times of the year because it's cold. Everyone's off from holidays and stuff. So it's it's nice that we get something. Yeah, absolutely. This is historically the slow time. So it's actually it's actually quite a lot for this time of year. Yeah. Which is great. And when you're going back and forth in between the parks, make sure to check out the monorail. And they have a really, really, really adorable Duffy and Friends monorail. Um, yes. with now there's a car with all cookie. So each, um, they have different cars representing the different characters with their fur color and everything. And you have to walk all the way down, uh, to see all the different decorations. All right. So before we go, we have to say thank you to some wonderful, wonderful explorers who are contributing to us on Patreon. They're getting the shout out here and I'll start. All right. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent, M, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, and Baker. And thank you to Jamie and Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H. Thank you to Michael, Murray, Sophie, 
spoopy. Thomas, Tomoko, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, and Amy and Andy. So again, big thank you for pledging to us here on uh, Patreon. We really do appreciate it. And remember to rate and re- review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you have any questions or suggestions for us, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplore.com. And you can find us on our website at tdrexplore.com. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one escaping the cold for a little bit longer here in Florida, but I will be back in Japan very, very soon. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. I want to join you in sunny Florida so bad. (laughs) I'm the one freezing in chilly Japan wearing my little Anna cape, wishing I was back in Hawaii Alani, but maybe one day, one day we can go back. You guys, we love you. We're so excited for another great year of exploring at the parks. Thank you, thank you so much, and keep exploring.